What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're rocking live with Lyles Movie Files. I'm Jeffrey Lyles, welcoming you to episode 52, where we're finally going to talk about our fall movie preview. All the movies that we're excited to see coming up over the next few months as we get ready for Oscar season and the last few comic book movies of 2018. Joining me today is a whole crew, little brother Jace. What's up with you? What's going on, bro? Living good. How are you? I'm good. Gunner, what's the latest with you? Yo, Gunner, what's up? What's up, man? Sorry, I was on mute. My bad. What's going on? What's happening? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Ready to get this bad boy going. Finally talk about some of these movies that have been on the shelf for a second. Chief, what's up, man? Everything is good. Everything is good. What's up, fellas? What's up, listeners? Good deal. And last but not least, J. King, what's up, man? I'm good, everybody. Uh, welcome to do another one, man. Um, if anybody wants to buy some second-rate cookies out of a fundraising catalog for my oldest robotics club, hit me up. All the, the second-rate cookies and, and pizzas you can order, starting at a whopping twelve ninety nine per. Good pitch. Good pitch. All right. <laughs> let me, let's start right off here. So despite everyone's apprehension and critics savaging the film, Venom is looking like it is going to be a runaway hit for Sony and open with $81.7 million this weekend. Fellas, I didn't see this coming. I had no desire to see it. They had the screening when I was away on a work trip. I didn't even thought I wasn't even thinking I missed it. It was more of a thing of I just didn't get to go to the screening. What do y'all think? Are y'all excited about seeing Venom now after all this buzz? Or are you just surprised that something like this happened? Jace, let's start with you. Uh, you know, I, I was going to go see Venom, but then I still have to go do another thing for the next six months. So I'm just not going to be able to catch it up. Sucks. But now, even no matter how much money that movie made, I don't care. I'm not... It, it's, I think Javon said a couple of weeks ago, it's like, if it's on like cable when you don't have anything else to do, maybe. But I mean, like I've seen like some people like like comic book movies and they say they get basically like a D rating. I, I'm I really don't have two hours I can just blow on some movie that's not good. So it, if it makes money, that's congratulations, Sony. I'm sure you're gonna think real good about putting Morbius out, but I mean Mobius out, but I'm I'm good on watching them. Chief, how about you? Yeah, I don't have any intention of seeing it. Um, I don't care that it's making money. Uh, it just, it didn't look, it, you know, it, it's all in the previews. You know, uh, when I used to go to McDonald's, because I, I really don't anymore, every once in a while I get a, 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 a hankering for some, some fries or maybe a filet of fish or something like that. But what gets you is you're somewhere and then you see the poster of the perfect burger. Right, cheese melted just right, so on and so forth. And then when you get in there, of course they throw you know just some slop in there for you, and it's nothing like the poster was. Well, in this case, for for the for, for Venom, the poster looked like slop in a box. And then they want me to go in looking at slop, to go in and actually purchase now some slop. And I can't do it. So it didn't look good. 
in the previews, which is supposed to entice you. That's what's supposed to get you hyped. You're supposed to look mm-hmm. at the previews and be like, yeah, yep, that's, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go see that. Or I'm going to go eat that. Or I'm going to go buy that. Whatever the case may be. If that advertisement or the advertising doesn't look good, it doesn't bring anything out. It doesn't, and I have no desire to see it if I'm, what I'm looking at doesn't interest me. And nothing they did in those advertisements interests me. I mean, I saw several, you know, trailers, and I was like, mm, nah, that doesn't look interesting. Um, and they had several chances because I watched them. Like, you know, like, okay, well, this is the same as last trailer. I saw this already. They showed it. So, they, you know, they might show one good, one different look, and then the rest is, like, you almost get a feeling like you saw most of the good parts in the trailers now. That's like one of those movies. So I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm a watch it free on cable. Three months, it'll be there. And uh, yeah, so that that's that's the way I feel about it. All right, Gunner, what is your take on Venom? I'm still not watching it. That's just ridiculous. Um, it's just ridiculous. No, like Kodak, Blackberry, and like the Redskins make money, but that don't make their make them there any good. That don't mean nothing. Uh, come on, man. So I, I I keep seeing this on Facebook today too. Like yeah, oh, I keep seeing the same like 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 theme. It's not that great, but it's not terrible either. I'm like I can say that about Snakes on the Plane. I own that, so I'm like mm, all right, cool. But Snakes on the Plane aimed for that middle period, right? So these cats actually thought they were making a good movie, and apparently the money, the dollars don't lie, but. Eh, like I said, Kodak, Blackberry, Redskins, they all make money. That doesn't mean they're any good. So, Javon, the critics have almost universally, unanimously said Venom just was trash. I think last time I checked, is at 26% on Rotten Tomatoes, which mm-hmm. means very few critics found redeeming value in it. Why do you think there, typically, there's not such a wide disconnect from the critics especially with the superhero films. There's not this this thing where the critics hate it and the audiences love it. But this is one of those rare cases. What do you think happened here with Venom? Uh, one, to me, Jeff, that should look like it was made for a sci-fi network. It, it looks like really cheesy. The, the CGI that it takes to create the Venom character looks bad. It just, it just looks bad. And when you got terrible CGI, it's all visual, man. It's like like we've been saying, like Chief said, like like Jace Gunner said, everybody has said, when you present it as one thing, like I'm not going to buy the KFC. You know why I never bought the KFC slop bowl? You know, the KFC uh, shame bowl that, you, that Pat Oswalt called it, where you just threw everything that we didn't sell for the day in a bowl and put gravy on top of it? Because it looked like that. It looked like everything that didn't sell for the day threw in a bowl. I was never enticed to eat everything inside of one trough of food. And that's what the, 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 the trailer looks like. That's what the poster looks like. The CGI looks terrible. And I saw that they're trying to promote carnage out of this thing, right? If you're going to make carnage, another issue I have, not to segue from one to the other, but I'm doing it anyway, um, if you're going to try to tie all these things up and introduce them into the Spider-Man world, 
they got to look good, man. And it, it, the, the the Venom character is gonna. It looks terrible now. What is Carnage gonna look like? Even worse. So how you make that work? I don't know. But the CGI looks cheap and 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 and. and and cheesy. It looks like it's made for Sci-Fi Network. Now, they're lucky they ain't got nothing to compete with right now. I mean, other than, you know, this is the time when the, the Oscar grab movie started, am I right? October through December? Yep. Yep. And, and there's nothing really big time that's competing for Oscar that's come out right now, except for uh, Ryan, uh, what's his name? Ryan, every white girl loves me face. What's his Ryan name? Gosling. Yeah, um, him starting... Yeah, Stephen Stein in space, the 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 Apollo or whatever. It is. Yeah, first man. Yeah, I wasn't gonna see that anyway because I just think that Ryan Gosling is one of those actors who's just a face, and and that's why he's popular. I've never seen him in anything that I like, so it's. Have you seen Drive? I saw Drive, and I wasn't impressed. Interesting. Oh, uh, he wore a gold jacket. It was like you weren't feeling Blade Runner twenty forty eight either. No, nah, because I watched Blade Runner, and I wasn't impressed. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't impressed, dog. No, no go on La La Land either. Uh, yeah, I, when I want to see a musical, I'll watch West Side Story, which I don't intend on watching since, uh, what, eighth grade theater. I, I'll never do it again. Um, okay, so not my bag, dude. Yeah, he's not the guy for me. But, Jamal, um, you raise a good point, though, because I'm thinking a lot of these other studios are going to go, oh, ho, ho, October, we can make some money. Because I think there's a lull from, like, mid-July until uh, November when the Oscar bait films start coming out. And we've seen a couple of big superhero films like Thor Ragnarok and now Venom sneak into that window and make a ton of money. But I think Marvel Studios is definitely going to do more more of that fall business to be the big well, movie. Well, Jeff, let me ask you this. And this is a question that I've had, or something that I've thought, rather. Um, if this movie does well enough financially, forget about what the critics say, because we all know it's about the take. It's all about the take, the bottom line. If this movie does well, do we see an influx of now Marvel and DC and even McFarlane jumping in because a spawns coming out and the McFarlane comic imprint has put out some pretty good comics that they can, they can, they can make films from. Can we, or will we see an influx of villain films as opposed to heroes? we got enough heroes and that's even what the trailer or the uh, poster says for Venom, right? Yeah. we got enough heroes. Uh-huh. Yeah, the tagline. Will we see an influx? Because Joker's coming out. Does that mean we see a Mr. Sinister or a Magneto standalone or a Penguin Dude, standalone? We've seen like five uh, Magneto standalones. Magneto and Mystique. They've had well, what, five movies? They've headlined five movies, but they're X-Men branded. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Those are called X-Men movies, right? They're called X-Men movies. They're X-Men branded, but will we see the standalone for, let's say, a Thanos movie or whatever, whoever? I don't think so, because I think there are very few interesting villains. I think Venom has always kind of towed that line between hero, anti-hero, villain. So there's enough curiosity to be like, all right, what, what could they do with Venom? And I, I am not interested in that Joker standalone film. 
I'm not yeah. really interested in a Harley Quinn standalone, unless they do it really fun. But I'm not sure if from everything we've seen from DC films so far that they could do that right. And I, I just I think that they need a hero to play off of. Now, if they have a villain as the main focus on a film and mm-hmm. the hero is cast in that supporting role, that could be interesting. But I don't think there are a lot of interesting villains that could carry a film. I don't know, movie. man. I, but see, that's the thing. I, I think if it makes money, they'll explore it. And and, and it's going to make money. And they're going to start exploring, okay, let's do the villain movies. And I, I, I don't oh, actually, think... Actually, are, mm-hmm. I forgot. So Marvel Studios, because I always kind of count them separately from all these other f- studios playing catch-up. Marvel Studios is actually uh, putting out feelers, taking submissions for Dark Avengers plot or script. And Dark Avengers, I know Chief knows because he's always down with all the combo stuff. Dark Avengers came out during that period of time where Norman Osborn ran around as the Iron Patriot and he gathered up a bunch of bad guys to also play as the Avengers. So yeah, like Scorpion being Spider-Man, Wolverine's son is Wolverine. Um, another villain is is Miss Marvel. And it was a really interesting take on the Avengers because it was just bad guys who were crummy, crappy people faking, not so much faking, but they were really self-motivated while being heroes. So I think that could be a really cool story. But it, we need to introduce some of those characters before plopping them into that role. Right. And it could work as long as they do that. You know, Marvel Studios, Thunderbolts. So. Huh? Yeah, well, yeah. Thunderbolts would be great, but I think mm-hmm. that I think that's something that would probably work better as a TV show because yeah. they could spend more time focusing on the inner turmoil of the characters trying to decide, well, I kind of like people liking me, and I do enjoy helping people way more than I do robbing banks and getting busted by Iron Man and beat up by Thor every other week. <laughs> but a I TV mean, I, show I, for that would be a great idea, though. It'd be a great idea. Spend time. I feel like they said that about Suicide Squad. I feel like they said that about <laughs> Suicide Squad too. I mean, they screwed that movie yeah. up. Don't get me wrong, but they they got it right in the uh, in the uh, animated joint. Cool. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Suicide Squad could work as a movie. I just think that you can't release Suicide Squad as like the third film while you're building the foundation of your universe and. Had that been, like, say, the 12th film in the DC library, I think it would have been received better because people would understand the concepts of what DC is trying to do a lot more than, you know, we have Batman versus Superman, and then we go to these bad guys who are sort of heroes, and are not heroes, but being forced to fight something that we don't even know it's about. I think they screwed up the most by the villain instead of just having them go after some shady dictator or, you know, something off books that the U.S. government needed taken care of as opposed to trying to throw in a super villain for them to fight because nobody had any real agenda or purpose in that film. Well, let me ask this. Even if we focus on antiheroes, I think that the Venom and, and, and Joker movies may start something else that differentiates from the hero films. Well, we've had Punisher films before, and he's certainly not the traditional hero. Right. Um and Blade is more so on that anti-hero thing, too, because he's not smiling and kissing babies while he's saving people from bloodthirsty vampires. So they've gone that way. And I'd say 
they kind of started off the whole superhero movie trend that we've kind of seen evolve with Marvel Studios with Blade, who was an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. So I think there's room for it, but Marvel Comics have kind of bastardized their characters to the point that everyone's an anti-hero to some extent. I mean, they made Cyclops a bad guy in their comic book universe, which sucks. Mm-hmm. I'll say that again for the one millionth time. But and they've made Magneto a superhero, and you know it's kind of like, oh, this guy's popular. Let's make him a hero. And I think honestly, Mystique and Magneto would have made for great standalone characters in movies if they hadn't been so pushed down our throats over and over in these X Men films. Because yeah. this movie, with her running around as different people and kind of playing both sides, could have really been cool. But making her front and center in the X-Men films alongside Magneto, I have no interest in seeing them in the big screen again. Now let's move on because we just saw a new Dark Phoenix trailer. Um, <laughs> I saw something that kind of reminded me of like, it seemed like they were actually trying to mimic some panels from the comic book, you know, the Dark Phoenix saga. But, oh man, I had little interest in watching that because, man, it's like they they just want to continue to crap on the X-Men, the excellence that was those classic X-Men stories and just do their trashy, terrible version and figure out a way to make Magneto and Mystique the heroes. What did you guys think of it? Uh, Chief, what was your first thought when you saw this new trailer? I'm like another X-Men movie. Like, I was hoping, like, nothing came out till Disney got a hold of these things. Um, I've, I've, I've never been impressed with any of them. Um, I think they were all, they were just, at best, they were, eh, you know. And at worst, they were just kind of like, oh, my God, I do this? So, I think, I think... It's another excellent move, man. I, I just, I'm so disappointed that that, that that another one has come out, man. Before Disney has, has gotten a chance, I hope I was hoping not to see one. Um, you know, uh, when when Deadpool came, when we had the Deadpool movie, and they opened up the door and they were in the background, mm-hmm. and I was like, uh oh, that's a prelude to, you know, then. X-Men movie pops up, and I'm like, ah, here we go. Here we go. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not looking forward to it. I, I, I think um, they, they, they do something to the stories that just uh, that taint them so badly to, you remember that Juggernaut? Was it uh, oh, Vin, Vin, yeah. Vince Jones? Yeah, Vinny Jones. That? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, dude! But you're right. Like, that's exactly what they do. Marvel Studios will take stories based off of comic book stories and find a way to make them work. The X Men crew has always taken great X Men stories and just taken a dump on them, and for and and not even understand the whole point of the story. It's not that, hey, let's throw them into a shuttle and Jean becomes Phoenix because she's exploring her dark side. Magneto, can you teach me the ways of being a dark hero? It's that she sacrificed herself to save her friends. And there's this power she can't control. 
and no one can help her control it. But that trailer didn't seem to capture that at all. And making Magneto anything, you know, anything close to that or involved in that at all is just a bad move and just shows how out of touch they are with it. Hey, Gunner, I had another real issue with when I saw the trailer. At the end of X-Men Apocalypse, maybe the only good scene was the X-Men actually being in costume in the danger room right before they fought the Sentinel and we got the end credits. But now seeing the trailer they're in the uh grant morrison uh frank quietly leather jackets with the day glow x on them and while that's comic book outfits i don't understand why they got to go back so far to have more of these conservative costumes when that is the exact opposite of the trend where people are embracing superhero costumes and people that look like heroes what was your take on it it's the costume part Ugh. Jeez, uh, and their whole thought on it. The whole thing is just ridiculous. I think when I I, I did notice that uh, you picked, I guess you knew that too. Um, I did notice the costume situation. I was like, uh, but all right, I guess we're backtracking. Like I didn't quite understand that part. Um, and then like I don't know where they're going to go with this Phoenix thing because uh, you see the the X-Jet um, go out of space, and, you know, I just I just didn't get it. Um, it's like they did something before all that happened, and I don't know, they seem to be screwing up the continuity, surprise, surprise, right? So, as usual. So, I don't know, man. It just, I've never been excited about this movie coming out. Um, wait, that's not true. I thought they, I thought they would actually do something good until I saw Apocalypse, and I was like, oh, well, okay. I guess they're not going to go about it the right way. And then here was, here's this dark Phoenix part. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What happened to just Phoenix? Because didn't one come before the other? And they're just screwing up the whole continuity. They still didn't really explain the whole Havoc and, and, and Scott thing. Like They're just like, oh, no, you forgot about that part. Nope. Don't, don't think about that. No continuity at all. So, I mean, they're obviously not reaching out for the fans, kind of doubling back to the Venom thing. They don't really care about the fans. They care about the money. And they care about like what they can make by mutilating these stories, and yet, you know, like you said they're missing something. You know, <laughs> they're always missing that one element. It's like, like remember when Superman three when like they tried to make like like fake kryptonite and it didn't quite do it right. <laughs> like <laughs> that's you know that's feel like that's what the X Men franchise has done. And the product is Superman 3. It's five Superman 3s. New Coke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eventually, Disney will take it back to classic. Yeah. They'll have an actual, like, oh, here's the original X-Men. Whoa. <laughs> here's the X-Men. And that'll be good timing because the Avengers are, are winding down uh, to some extent. At least most of the original crew will be done. Uh, and then we can shift the focus over to Fantastic Four and the X-Men, which is great. Jace, right. something that is not great is Dark Phoenix is being pushed back from uh, February 14th, so everyone can actually now have a good Valentine's Day to June 7th. If you remember, this film was supposed to come out this year, and this is the second delay. And nothing in that trailer made me think, oh, okay, they're delaying it to make it better. And next year is the magic year where 
we should hopefully start to hear some plans about what Marvel Studios wants to do with these characters. What do you think about this delay? Is it going to mean anything in the long run? I'm hoping the delay is because they want to give Disney just a little more time to say, hey, you know what? Let's not release this movie. Because that is a storyline. That's probably three X-Men movies that we could tell, but we can tell them right. Versus make sure Magneto's in here. Make sure Mystique's in here. Make sure Professor X looks like a jerk. Um, Cyclops is uh, cut off at the balls again. What else? What other? Oh, that would imply that Cyclops has had any development in these movies. Again, you you might you might you you and Melvin and I think Chief was unfortunate enough to to watch that last X Men movie. I didn't. I was as soon as um, I watched Future Class. I mean, um, uh, gosh, Days of Future Past. I was like, I like this because it reset and can stop all the original X Men garbage. <laughs> Yep. And it was like, was yes, tough. okay, like, it was just like, okay, take this out of whatever to do, Brian Singer's hand right now, so he doesn't screw it up. Oh, shoot, you let him have one more movie. Yep. And he screwed it up. Yes. And he screwed it up. They so screwed it up. They had reset everything, and it was just like, hey, Cyclops isn't dead. Jean Grey is not dead. You know, they, they had the real blank slate, and they could have, like, built on him, but by putting Dark Phoenix in, it almost is like, so you guys are crapping all over Days of Future Press because the whole Dark Phoenix saga shouldn't have taken place. I mean, yeah. it, it's just, it, and it's just like, y'all don't know what the hell y'all, it means like, y'all decided we're telling this story again. We screwed it up the first time, but we want to tell it again and screw it up again. That we're going to screw it up a different way. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, you, you're delaying it. It's just like, again, just tell Disney, hey, Disney, I, I know we, we've held you for ransom for these characters one time, but we just got one more ransom demand. Pay us enough money not to release this film. Dude, I'll chip in. I will, if you, you want to start a crowd fundraiser, uh, crowdsourcing, I don't know what I can do, but man, some credit cards are getting bounced just to make sure that movie can get made. Like, oh, I can't, I can't deal with that movie. I mean, it's just like, they just need to stop. It's just like, no. Like, you, I mean, I, I had to catch myself on using some extra rich language, but they screwed it up the first time. They don't need to do it again. And the, by that trailer, you just see it's like, oh, of course you're going to do that again. I mean, it's like, oh, Professor X stops Gene from going, wait a minute. And, and you guys who, who read the comics, like, did that happen in the comic or was that just some Brian Singer mess for Phoenix or Last Stand? Uh, Professor X did put uh, psychic blockers on Gene to stop her from tapping back into Phoenix, but he wasn't able to keep them up. And yeah, but it wasn't that, like ha- was a- that happened at the end. Um, right. I think he did, actually. He did put blockers on her when she was a kid because early on, she was only able to use her telekinesis powers. And as she got older and better able to use her powers, I think he lifted some of their strengths and limitations so she could start to use her telepathic powers. So yeah, that is true. Okay, so he's be- he's more so being like uh, uh, Yoda, just like, hey, I'm putting some blockers on. I mean, like you putting some old training wheels. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It's like I'm putting some training wheels. You can. It's not like malicious. It's just like, hey, once you learn how to actually control it, you'll be good. But again, yeah. they want to take this dark way of doing it. It's like, and 
there's no way you can do the whole Phoenix saga and actually make it good in one movie. Nope. I mean, you've got to make a point where it's like, is Gene ever going to be redeemed? No, but we don't care because we ain't got the license no more. Suck it! Yeah, I don't care. Exactly. I think uh, Dark, Dark, uh, Days of Future Past is the last X-Men movie I will own, and the only reason Same. I'm keeping X-Men and X-Men 2 in my collection, because it actually made those X-Men movies X-Men. make sense. Yes, what? the first one. What you know, You know what happens when... Uh, Lightning, oh, gets lightning hits a toad. Yeah, same as everything what? else. <sighs> Terrible line. What are you talking about? All right. Yeah, no, I mean, those first two movies are fine for yeah. a 2000 comic book. Oh, no, man. Days of Future Past did the greatest thing in the world to me. When that sentinel stabs Storm through the body, or excuse me, not real Storm, Halle Berry playing Storm through the body and threw her off the ledge, I was like, this is the greatest movie I have ever seen. In my life, okay, it destroyed the terrible storm. I'm happy. I mean, I guess my thing is, I really hate about those original X Men movies. It says Brian Singer's sucks. It's so snarky. Like, what would you like to see us in colorful outfits? It's like, I just, I mean, just like you're a dick. Like, you really just like, oh yes, I'm gonna screw. I'm gonna put everybody in like neo. Careful about saying screw and Brian Singer, please. All right. I missed something on it. Yeah, no, I know what he's talking about. It's, it's, you know, his <laughs> preference. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's like you no, didn't it have has to, nothing to do with his preference. I don't care about his he preference. He, he his preference have, for young boys, to, yes. Oh, that's right. He didn't have to shite on everybody. I mean, like all the comic book fans, it's like I, I wish, I wish the Disney um, MCU actually referenced that line. It's like, gosh, what do you like? You want us to have us be like a bunch of like Shield agents with the same colors? Come on. Like, well, you know, the thing is that there's a reason why Avengers made so much money, and some of it was because they weren't in black leather. Right. You saw, well, you saw how well, Aquaman, one of them was. I was going to say, you saw how Aquaman had right a comic book outfit. Like, nah, we ain't playing All this right, game. don't jump ahead to Aquaman. We're going to get on Aquaman. I got another okay. question for Devon first, though. So we, we've trashed this Dark Phoenix trailer enough. Javon, I got, I got mm. some news on the Gambit film. Uh, that's still supposedly coming, but with nothing, no trailer, no cast really firmed up. <laughs> I'm just hoping this is just uh, like we're just talking about stuff we'd like to see because it's never going to get made. But the Gambit movie is supposed to now uh, no longer be a heist film, but be a romantic comedy slash romance film. What do you think? It's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. You're taking the Gambit story and making it a romantic comedy? Look, I, I dug it when it was a heist film because, hey, that's Gambit. Gambit's a, he's, he's a wild card, man. He, no pun intended. Gambit does what Gambit does. Making it a heist movie with a guy that has mutant powers would make it really cool because he's kind of skating the law, but you can also show he's got a good heart. And he'll be an X Men one day. It's just right now he's he's doing his thing, you know. He's he's on the other side of the law, but not totally. He's just making some money where he can and how he can. You make it them making this movie a romantic comedy is doing it a great disservice because I don't know. It's like 
now we're taking the genre of comic book film and kind of cross genre, kind of cross genre in the movies. I don't know if you want to get into that territory because you can really mess this up. And uh, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Channing Tatum Gambit? He is. Yeah. So Magic Mike is Gambit. I mean, I don't look. For those of us who grew up on, you know, the comics and and hold them true and near and dear to our hearts, as I always say, divorce yourself from what you remember when you walk into seeing these movies, because it's not going to hold up to what we remember. It's not going to hold up to what we read. So you got to you got to kind of come in as a blank slate. And that's what they're doing with these films. These films are best tailored to those who never read the comics, who don't remember these characters fondly from their youth or or, 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 or even up to now when you read these comics. You got to come in as a blank slate and just say, okay, this is a, a movie studio's interpretation of this work. They're going to get a lot wrong. They're going to take liberties and for what it's worth for you, they're going to mess for us who read these comics and for me with these characters, they're going to mess some things up, but it's up to you to just kind of come in blank slate and say, I'm just going to try to enjoy it as what it is. And that's how I view this gambit thing. Either you're going to enjoy it for what it is, or you're going to, you're going to be disappointed with it. Like all, all the comic book films. All right, chief, what do you think about romantic comedy gambit? I don't think anything of it. Um, I, I don't. I don't even. <laughs> I I don't even understand the concept. You know, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't have anything, man. I, I don't even know what to say about that. It's. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? What is there to say? Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's gotten to that point now. <laughs> All right. Let me move on then. Sermi so, LeBeau in Running the Gambit, starring Renee Zulwick. Sermi <laughs> <laughs> LeBeau. Oh my God. What's the what's the song for the trailer? Is it that everybody wants? Oh, come on. What's the song? Hell no. That song is going to be Kiss Me by. Sixpence, none the richer. It's me. <laughs> I don't want to wait. Oh, to be over. Oh yeah, you see an ace explode into like oh, a loving God. heart of flowers. Heart. It's an eighth card. Yeah, <laughs> the flower explosion. Hey, being that it's Channing Tatum, he does a little strip show for or something. Oh, that would be fantastically hilarious. Yeah, I'd be paying a little homage to Magic Mike. That'd be terrible. <laughs> I was once a thief. Now you saved me. Mon ami. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. All right, let's move on. That's just not working. So. Kiss me. Uh, <laughs> underneath the moon. Sorry. So apparently there's a report now that Russian trolls magnified and hyped up The Last Jedi negative buzz for reasons that escape me. But how stupid is this? Like, what Russian kid is sitting there or a Russian dude who's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bolster 
everybody's complaints about this movie. And I feel like this moron or these morons take away from the legit criticism of the film by making it seem like everybody hated it. And clearly that wasn't the case. It made a lot of money at the box office. But help me figure out why they needed to do that. Because okay. clearly Star Wars is going to make money. It's one of the top, Last Jedi is one of the top 10 movies, highest grossing films of all time. What, what was the purpose of that? Okay. Outside of making it seem like, oh, we don't need to pay attention to any of the complaints. Everything is fine. It was just the Rus- the, the Ruskies, our Russian mm. bad guys. Uh, Chase, what do you think about that? Okay. If you were a, a foreign government and you want to take down a society, you'd want to take away all, all their faith and all their institution and all their enjoyment. It's like, and you want them to come to, I mean, just call stay off Twitter. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's like you make them as divided as possible. Like, and just amplify the divisions. It's like multi, you, anybody who's not here in the U.S. knows multiculturalism is a flat, is an issue in the U.S. If you want to piss them off, if you want to create more division where you can get more influence, amplify the why one side or the other on that. In Star Wars, you had instead of the old uh, original trilogy, non-multicultural, you see these non, I mean, you see like these other ethnicities are prominently featured. So you want to say, hey, you know what? We've already screwed with y'all on this whole election thing. Let's see if we can have some more fun. Let's create some more division. Hey, Jace, everybody can change. If I can change, you can change. See? We all can change. Again, that's what the U.S. was trying to do. They were trying to get the, to, to stop communism. And it's, uh, Mr. KGB, who's now running Russia, he's like, oh, y'all thought that was funny. Uh, hold, hold my drink. I mean, that's really what it hold was. Hold my You're- vodka. And it's not just with our politics. It's with everything, our media, everything. We're clutching at straws. Things that made sense or a time that made sense to us. And that's kind of where we are. And the Russians are playing off on it. Just pit these dummies against each other. There's no hope. There's no uh, 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 sense Hey, man, they, they killed him off in the last movie. Weren't you paying attention? <laughs> I, I, yeah. Hey, but, uh, the rumor is we might get around that problem. We've got a new we director. We just get around that problem. Wormholes. I, mean, I keep telling worm. you, wormholes, man. Do it like Interstellar. <laughs> Go back in time. Done. done. Some dude's pissed off he didn't get to that part of the uh, the job, the cool, the sexy part of the job. He's like a <laughs> grunt worker, right? He's mad as shit. He didn't get the promotion. So he's like, fuck it. I'm going to fuck with their movies. I'm going to mess with their movies. Here's what I'm going to do. And then he got some clout from that, and now guess what? He's like top, and he runs that department. And he created his own job. I'm like, good for you, man. Good for you. There you go, Jay. Go, Jeff. You got some humor. Right? Oh, my God. Dimitri, that's what happened. Car now, thanks to everybody hating each other over Last Jedi. Dimitri. Exactly. Oh, now he's like, see? Now you see. Oh, I don't have my Russian accent. Done. I don't have a Russian accent, man. I don't know. That's the beauty of the Russian accent. You can make it terrible. Die. Now you see. I mess with your movies. Uh, hold on. Let me drink Let me drink the rest of this Ciroc y'all left over here last time. I'll probably be able to drink it. Uh, I think we'll get progressively better. All right. So that that's everything going on with uh, Star Wars and Last Jedi. Cause I just thought that was crazy. All right. Um, we're also getting a new TV series from John Favreau 
who is the director of Iron Man 1 and 2. Uh, he's been working on uh, this new series that's going to be called The Mandalorian, which is featuring the crew uh, that Jango Fett and Boba Fett originated from, uh, bounty hunters. Uh, not quite sure what the premise is for this one. We saw a, a trailer or a teaser image, and it is, uh, you know, rocking the Boba Fett armor, different color, of course. And that's it. What do you guys think about this show? We're talking about antiheroes. Um, this is probably going to be one in the Star Wars universe. What do you think? Are you feeling it? Kind of, eh, we'll see what happens. Uh, it's got some big names that are going to be directing episodes. Taiki Waititi. I'm so sorry if I butchered his name to anyone who actually knows how to say his name. But the guy who directed Thor Ragnarok, he's going to be doing an episode. Bryce Dallas Howard is also going to be doing an episode. And some some other big names. So it's it's not going to be something that Disney's just crapping out. They're putting some real talent behind it. Uh, uh, what do I think? Yeah. Hey, hey Jeff. I mean, it it could be nice. It could be good. Um, an anthology series, different directors. I like anything where different directors get involved with a project, um, like the Animatrix, like um, Black Mirror. Uh, 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 so many pro- so many things like this. But I love this kind of thing because you, different direct. Everybody's got their own perspective. Everybody's got their unique vision. I like to see that. I really do. Um, so I'm thinking it can't be nothing but good from it, you know. Let let's see what they can put out. I don't think it'll be bad. I think you know there'll be some that people like more than than other other ones in the series. But for the most part, when you got different perspectives, I, it, I'm all for that because you can really make some gold. You can really have some good stories to tell. Chief, what do you think about this? Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, it might be good. Um, you know, I, I haven't seen anything on it yet. I mean, you know, other than, you know, just hearing you say that was the first time, you know, I've heard of anything. So, um, it's a TV show. It is going to be a TV series on the streaming service, uh, for Disney, whenever that comes out. I assume next yeah. year sometime. Yeah, it could be, it could be decent. I mean, he's, he's had some decent some decent showings. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a reserved judgment though till it comes out. I, I've been so disappointed by it so much this year. You sound it, man. You sound beaten down and just like downtrodden. Yeah, you know the, the, that that damn Doc Phoenix just got me. Just put me in a mood thinking about it. I don't even know why you brought up that trailer. It just made my whole day kind of funky. <laughs> Now I'm just like, hey, hey, Chief, man, somebody uh, ran over your dog. They're putting out a new Dark Phoenix movie. Jeez. My fault. I should have gone with that last. And y'all are really talking about it. Jace, you got anything else? What? I mean, okay. I'll I'll go on a more positive. I know a couple of y'all saw the, I guess it was the Clone Wars. Like, they had some decent story, like, episodes. Mm -hmm. And I think like seasons, I can't, I'm not even going to, I binge watched it, so I can't tell you the season. But they had a couple good episodes around like Death Watch and some of the Mandalorian storylines. So if you take like just small elements out of the cartoon and then build them into a whole bigger universe, I think, I mean, it's like, if, it, is this supposed to be like kind of a not Game of Thrones rating, but is it supposed to be like kind of 
big big budget Disney Mandalorian thing? They've shown one image. It didn't look cheap. It didn't look cheesy. Now, again, that was one image, but it looked pretty high quality. And I don't think that Disney, you know, knowing that they can still make money off the Star Wars license would let something that's kind of half done be a centerpiece of their streaming service. They have to knock that out and make people pay for it. So I assume they're going to treat it like they would a smaller scale uh, movie. I mean, you could have Django Fett in there. I mean, some early Django Fett stories. Uh, you can, I mean, all you need is like a couple tie-in characters and you can be on and run it. Run it. I mean, it, it, like I said, you can use the stuff from the Old Republic. You can use Django Fett. There's enough storylines with bounty hunters and you can have them going all over the universe. I mean, you could, do, you could almost do like a kind of a Firefly thing uh, and have them do stuff like that. And they should be a good working series. So I am actually optimistic that they'll be good. Get you. Yeah, no, right. No, I'm saying like there's a it's a it's a blank slate. So I'm open to a blank slate. They could do like I said, like, like just like excuse me, like Jason said, they could do a Firefly thing where they're just going around as like a ragtag group of villains, like whatever, you know. Or they could be, you know, just completely evil and super deep. I mean, or they can just be like a super deep show, like Black Mirror or something, where it's like everything's all bad at the end, but you know, it's deep, makes you think. Blank slate. They can go any way with it. Let's see. All right. Good deal. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Krypton has been renewed for a second season. And one of the main teases is they've got Lobo showing up. I have issues with this, not having watched an episode or a second of Krypton. But the fact that Lobo is on here is another one of those DC Universe TV things where they take popular characters and just expect people to be excited because they take a character they like and throw it into something <laughs> to a TV series, regardless if it makes sense. And Lobo is just the latest example of this. And I know we've never really had a stated time frame for when Lobo was around, but he has been considered like he he grew up he was raised he was a baby and grew up to kill his entire civilization which means that he probably should not be walking around as an adult on krypton long before superman's around what do you guys think about this chase i'll start with you gosh you would start on i i i I go from positive i go from positive to what come on (laughs) I, I actually, I, I tried to, I think I had the uh, Krypton on my DVR. It didn't take, I don't know what happened to it. I ended up watching, uh, what was it, uh, Cloak and Dagger. That worked out well. That was fun. Uh, no one has told me that I really need to go back and watch uh, Krypton. I, I mean, as many people as we know who like uh, comic book and superhero movies, nobody has told me, yeah, you, you should give it a chance. And... That's kind of, I mean, Lobo, Lo, random Lobo, it's like, how are you going to have him, like, kind of hanging out? I mean, he's a bounty hunter. Like, what what sense does it make to have a murderous bounty hunter on the, like, a featured character on a sitcom? Like, uh, he's not he a takes sitcom. A, I'm sorry. What, what do you call these? Like, comic movies? I mean, comic book shows? Serial. Crappy shows Serial. on sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this what should be called. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I can't see. Like, we we went to the whole point of like, hey, something happened, and uh, Adam Strange is trying to tell him 
you're about to screw up Superman from coming. And then, like, I'm, I, I hate to sound like I have no idea what I'm, why I would watch this show because Lobo is in here. But that's basically like one of those Supergirl, like, hey, we're throwing up random character that makes no sense to be in this universe, but we're going to have him in there for four episodes and then figure out how to actually use him. And then we're just going to move on. That sounds like what Lobo is going to do. It's like we have a bounty hunter here for no freaking reason, and we're going to have no idea what to do with it. So good luck, guys. Like all the X-Men films, except for Days of Future's Past and First Class. Just now, throw everybody in and see what happens. Yeah. I sent y'all the photo, and I think they did a really good job with the likeness of Lobo. Like, that's something, if he was in a movie, I would be like, wow, that's a great version of Lobo. But I'm like, man, that's, that's such a waste of uh, live-action Lobo. I feel like maybe what Javon was talking about earlier, Lobo would have been that kind of character who, if they had a movie, they could have made something cool and uh, do something with. Weren't there plans of some sort for a Lobo movie or something? Man, maybe that was back in the peak of his popularity back in the 90s. Oh. I do anything now. I feel like he's oh. not even really in the comic book universe right now. So Cropped over him, right? Hey. They made him at one point like they made him to a teenage Lobo trying to be cool. And that didn't take off. And now yeah, I just use Lobo. Lobo. Um, I don't really know where he is right now. And I've been reading DC pretty much since Rebirth started. So I don't know if they have any plans. Maybe they'll bring him back now that he's going to be on a hit show, uh, Krypton. Yeah, Flash and Black Lightning start this Tuesday. And Supergirl and Arrow kick off next week. I know everybody's excited about Legends of Tomorrow. So let's Ooh, see who's, who's going to watch that. I know she's going to watch it. I, I thought Melvin was like, had to DVR like priority number one, Legends of Tomorrow. It's like, and Legends yeah. starts October 22nd. They're all over the place. They're just trying to start them off and see who watches what. That's what, it sounds like a, let's see who's going to watch it. Let's separate it all and see which gets the top ratings. Well, let's make sure Legends of Tomorrow gets no ratings, folks. Listeners, just don't watch it. We want this thing off the air. Help us out with this campaign. Hashtag real cartoons matter. Real real comic book real comic shows matter. So we really think about it. Alright, so I don't know why they're they've got this slow rollout, but that's what they're doing. I am very much looking forward to Walking Dead. I am I think two more episodes from finishing Fear the Walking Dead's fourth season. Really enjoyed it. Um, this tale, and they've been doing some dumb things that people do in dumb, and just they've been doing some dumb things that people do in these zombie movies and shows that kind of defy logic. But I'm willing to give them a pass because they've been doing everything else cool. But um, the main flagship show kicks off Rick's final season, and uh, let me do a quick survey: Who wants to see Rick die? Who wants Rick to just go off into the sunset? Chief, let's start with you. Uh, I I don't even know how. I I swear I don't know how the show goes on without Rick. I think I think Word. wherever Rick goes, the rest of the show should go too. Word. So if it's Rick's final season, then damn it, let it be everybody's final season. <laughs> um, um, if they kill Rick, I don't think they'll kill Rick. Um, I don't want to see. I mean, you this Rick has been the main character for. I'll be surprised if they kill him. Um, 
And then if for him to go off in the, into the sunset, does uh, Michonne, does she go with him? I mean, what is what is this about? Stop <laughs> yeah. Phoenix, Jeff. Why the hell did you do that? I'm so... <laughs> I can't stand the trade. All right, you know, um, yeah, but I, I just... I just feel like um, this is a bunch of hooey. So I, I don't know what. Yeah, man, I, I just don't know what's going on here. Um, but for for Rick to go off, man, um, I'd like to see him live. I mean, I guess he, you know, the Adventures of you know, maybe they'll pay him more money and then it'll come out with the Adventures of Rick Grimes in another year or so. Um, you know, right now he wants to be home with his kids, but. Like Stop most men I know with kids, after a while, they're like, yo, get me the hell out of here. So, <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah. So next next year, he'll be wanting to come back to something. Maybe they'll start their own series with just Rick. I don't know. But I doubt they'll kill him. I'd be really surprised if they kill him. But, um, yeah, I just don't know what, what, what Maggie's leaving, I understand. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, who... who who in that universe should carry the show when when all the heavy hitters leave? Sasha, I, I just don't. Right. And, and the and the and the, and the, uh, the girl who plays Michelle, she's starting to do a lot of movies now. She's becoming more popular in movies, so she might just start, you know, taking her time just to do strictly movies. So I I, I don't know, man. Uh, we'll see, but uh, that that Rick thing, man, I don't know how they're gonna do it without him. And, and 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 Sunday night is going to be the death of Supergirl. <laughs> let's just let's just admit it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, I would. I was. That's why I was like, when I first heard that, I was like, dang, Supergirl could isn't as bad as Legends. Legends needs to be on Sunday at like six o'clock. <laughs> Nobody can watch that joke. Right in the middle of the game. Saturday night. <laughs> like literally all for like the six months of football season and all of baseball season. Six o'clock. Yeah, it doesn't make you any sense. You don't yeah, Sunday night is wow. <laughs> But they put Supergirl there instead. I'm like, yo, they really don't like Supergirl. I like like Supergirl isn't that bad. They just do stupid things to make it seem that bad in the middle and the end of the season. Right? Like, the beginning of the season, at least good. Legends of Tomorrow is just terrible through and through. Like, it's a shoddy snake. Like, just terrible through and through. <laughs> so, I, that's what makes me annoyed that that joint's on Monday, man. I don't know. All right. All right. <laughs> so, speaking Monday. of dealing how a show's going to get by without a character, Damon Wayne oh. said he's out. He's done with Lethal Weapon. And apparently, oh, so who are you going to talk about this today? Episodes of this season. What do y'all think about this? Wait, I mean, wait, 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 oh, wait. Please, wait. I couldn't wait. Yeah, huh? he's, he's, like, he's, he's, he's jetting out, and it seems like he kind of made a bit of a power play to get them to fire old boy who's playing Riggs, and now he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm good. I'm done. I mean, this is really the Carl situation that Chief was mentioning, because he was the one swinging and going like, look... Y'all need to get rid of this dude. He's making it an uncomfortable workplace for everybody. Um, for what it's worth, there are only about four characters left on this show that anybody who's been vested from day one gives a damn about if anything happens to them. And those four characters are Maggie, Rick, Daryl, and Carol. 
I still don't care about Michonne. I mean, I, as much as they tried me, tried to make us care about Michonne, she's been around since what season three. I still don't care. Do not care. Um, it, it's time for that show to move on, man. It's time for that show to go. Um, going from that to uh, Lethal Weapon, I part of me now wonders: Was it really uh, Clayne Crawford that was the problem with this show? Stories about him being abusive, being this, that, and third. But you can paint, hey, as we all know, man, history is always written by the winner, right? As it looks like this is, you know, the the winner is Damon Wayans. I just don't know if, I don't know what the return ratings are. And it's sad that this show is probably only going to get a third season. Because if Damon Wayans leaves, who the hell are you going to get to replace Murtaugh? Now you got to, it's, it's a totally different show now. It's, you might as well not name it Lethal Weapon anymore. Because it was Riggs and Murtaugh. You know, now I don't know who you name this show or what you name this show. If if Damon Wayans is in fact leaving. Um, but it seems like to me, whenever Damon Wayans gets involved with a project, because remember they had issues on My Wife and Kids, it always seems to be an issue somewhere, somewhere. I don't know whether or not he's a diva or what. I mean, I, I guess we all can wear those shoes at certain times, especially if you feel like everything re- revolves around you. Um, I'm wondering now if Clayton Crawford was ever the problem with the show. I wonder now if that was ever the issue, whether it really was Damon who just wanted to be or wanted to exercise his 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 rights as, hey, I'm Damon Wayans. I'm the reason why you tune in anyway every Tuesday night or Wednesday night or whatever the hell the show comes on now. Um, yeah, I'm 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 iffy on that because Stifler, uh, what's his name? Sean uh, William Scott. Yep. Oh, you got it right. I was gonna say Stifler. I was gonna say Stifler William Scott. No, I mean yeah. he just seems like a he seems like an affable guy. Like shit, he he spent what five or six years out of the curve in Hollywood. He's just happy to be working right now. I would assume. I can't imagine he came onto the set like, yeah, I'm Stifler, and the and I played uh, opposite uh, uh, Paul Rudd, and and and, I, and what you call it, uh, uh, role models. So I got a list of demands. My, my my dressing room got to be all white, and I got to have topless women. I, I can't imagine that he came in there with those kind of demands. He's just happy to be on board with a project that's going into season three. So I'm wondering now if this is just Damon Wayans being Damon Wayans, because he's been difficult before. We know it. it, it it's documented. So I'm, I'm I'm wondering. It's a shame because they could have went – if they would have did it episodically instead of trying to – give you, okay, this week's craziness. It's like Laverne and Shirley featuring two L.A. detectives. They should have focused it like, to me, what I would have did is every season we got a story. We got a, 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 a case to follow as opposed to every episode is a case to follow and, and wrap up with a, with a neat little bow. I'm trying to force a European prong into an American plug. I'm really, I really am. It's, but you get shocked not, by it, and you see what's happening. The whole thing's falling apart. Yeah, it is. It is. And you're right. I can't mm. deny it. I can't wow. deny it. I really can't. I'm sorry. No, sorry. you're right. I know that's I mean, the show. I know that's I, the show. Okay. You know, but that's the thing. It's like, I can't deny it. You I, you know how uh, how much of a fan I am of logic. If you can provide the logical case, I listen to it. And you're right. The show is terrible, and it's been terrible from 
gate day one from gate. It's been bad from gate. This is just proof positive as to why this show should be canceled and will be canceled after what January. Probably. I'm hoping my boy Sean William Scott can uh, keep the show going. I'd like to nah, see them pair him up with another. I figured there's another black dude in Hollywood that could use a job. He's willing to shave his head and be uh, shave me uh, smooth. No, he goes, no, I'll see. Shave me smooth goes on there. I will hate watch this show and buy a TV so I can throw something at it every week. Oh my god! You got Hitler and Shave me smooth. It's Hitler and Shave me smooth and lethal weapon ish. Lethal weapon ish. Pictures. Oh my god! This show. I was gonna go in on this show, but no. Let me, let me, let me see. You already, Devon. You already hit me up with the, You already hit me with the whole common denominator thing because I was definitely on agreement on that one. Emma Wayne's now leaving because he's the diva. I mean, he. The reason why there was not a leather last Boy Scout two was because not because it was a bad movie. I love that movie. It was a bad movie, but uh, still it was a good well, movie. That movie was, was not equal. It was great. Well, uh, no, no, last no. Boy Scout. Uh, the last Boy Scout. It was a bad movie, but it was a good bad movie. Yeah. Dude. They, they Fr- a buddy Thursday night's a good night for football. Friday night's a good night for football. Greatest song. That was a, man, I was hoping that song would replace the the Thursday joint. Anyway. <laughs> nah, man. Like, nah, because, you know, we all knew, like, they and Damon Wayans didn't get along, so they didn't make another movie. They really didn't. You couldn't tell about a movie, but they didn't. I didn't find that out until I was an adult. I was like, dang, you couldn't right. So then, you know, then you had my wife and kids situation. I thought it was Tisha Campbell because she's always a common denominator. <laughs> Moving on. And then, but, you know, now this one, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, Damon Wayans is a, is, a, is a common denominator on this one, and now he's walking. I'm like, this show sucks anyway. Now I was like, first of all, I didn't think, I didn't know that you know, they they didn't just write off like the Motok, excuse me, the Riggs actor. They just wrote off Riggs, right? Yeah. I got that right. No, they killed. So that was already a stupid move. That was a dumb move, right? Already a dumb move. The show should have been done now. Now they're going, so they don't just get rid of the actor and replace the actor like they do, like you know, like Bewitched and stuff. Like you know what I mean? They just said <laughs> no, we're gonna kill off the character, which was a dumb move. And now it's like, okay, it's not even lethal weapon. Now it's really not even lethal weapon. What is it now? Like Metro? Like what is it? Am I the rabbit force? Come in. Come on. Oh my god, man. Metro. What a god if they bring Michael Ravenport in and shave his head. <laughs> Eddie Murphy comes through. Hey dude, oh, at god. this point, Michael Rappaport doesn't want to see Michael Rappaport's face on screen. Last uh, casting bit of news. Sounds like Rosie Perez is going to be playing Renee Montoya on the Birds of Prey live action film with Margot Robbie. Okay. What do y'all think about that? Because I'm kind of curious that they went with Perez because, you know, really? she's older. Than, I'm uh, thirsty. Yeah, but she's, she's older than I would think you would cast for that role. Really, I'm thirsty. Dookie Brothers. <laughs> focus, focus up, guys. Focus up. She's fifty-four, and she was good for fifty-four, man. Yeah, Listen. but if they do multiple films, like Jace always says, she's gonna be sixty. Yeah, well, I'm, well. I'm still thinking Angela Bassett should play Storm. 
I mean, for what it's worth, you Robert Downey Jr. looks like he's 68. I mean. Yeah, like 68. Yeah, okay. Like she's supposed to be a cop. She's a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah when, he's not, when he's not in that suit of armor, Robert Downey Jr. looks every second of his age and then plus five years. He, he could, Montoya sees in the cop, though. I mean, that makes sense, right? Eh, I mean, it depends, you know, whichever way they go with it. But she, I'm going to assume that they're going to be the mm. You seen the 2018 picture? I've seen the picture. She don't look that bad. I'm just saying she's, I mean, not like she's like haggard or something, but she, she doesn't look like the rest of the cast in that movie. Anyway. Oh, right. uh, that's a good point. Yeah. But I mean, I thought Montoya was supposed to be a seasoned cop anyway. Especially in the in, in by the time birds are praying. Uh, I mean, seasoned in the sense that she's a veteran, but she's always been portrayed as, you know, how they like freeze in age at some point in comics. And I would put her more in like the thirty thirty five range as opposed to forty five fifty range. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, they they I guess, but then they they backtrack ages and stuff all the time in comic book things, right? You know, look at X Men. They've done well with that. Oh, that's good, man. Oh, we get on the X Men comments right now. Anyway, all right. So, uh, Chief, what do you think? Rosie Perez. Looking forward to seeing her in Birds of Prey. I've never looked forward to Rosie Perez. Not one time. Why? Uh, really? Huh? You watch Soul Train? Never. Damn. Really? I, I've never been a Rosie Perez fan. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um, uh, just call me Mr. Negative on this. I think this is a bad post. <laughs> it's it's like hey, if you want to start a franchise, you can't go with somebody who's so out of sync with everybody else. I mean, I know like some young person could die mysteriously. You could go with a sad Heath Ledger story, but if you want to actually build like these are some of these people in there are franchise characters. So you can't have somebody who's going to be so out of age range. It's like, because you're going to have to be like, hey, do we need to do Carrie, uh, Carrie Fisher? Like, make sure every movie she's going to be in, we have some scenes ready to go. And not that she's like 90 years old, but it's just like, that's, I mean, you want to try and put this in. Like, if you want to have an extended universe, you got to think 10 years out. And that's mm-hmm. not, the, that's not Scott's way to go. And now, and I'm also going to say another thing is like, are we going to? Are they going to sanitize kind of Renee Montoya's role? Is like, or is she going to be playing the uh, question? Like, I know at one point she was questioned, but are we going to have her? Like, or is she going to have her? You know, is she going to be a lesbian? Uh, is she going to be just the older senior cop? Uh, what are we? What are we going to go with here? Like, um, I don't know. Done is caster, so I, they haven't said if she's going to be questioned. But I kind of feel like if they brought uh montoya into it they're probably leaning towards teasing or at least having her show up as a question at some point okay now uh, other thing is like and i know i think some stuff has gotten screwed up since uh new 50 uh rebirth but wasn't she dating cat uh that woman that woman yeah like i mean that's again so that's if that okay you're saying that's in comics right now uh, I don't know if that's right now. I know since rebirth they they've been a thing. Okay, so if you this is a stupid this is a stuff that makes no sense about Disney films. I mean, I'm sorry, DC films. It's like why not have Sun translate like it makes sense so it can go through all of your universes? Like, 
Well, they've got Batwoman you... on Arrow, so it doesn't okay. matter. But you got Batwoman <laughs> on you got Batwoman on Arrow, which yeah. you could put her Renee Montoya in Batwoman because you are going with a series of that. Which they probably... still may. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I found your uh, Dark Feet trigger too. Okay. There was a new Aquaman trailer, an extended five-minute joint that got released yesterday. The more I see of this film, the more I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. Uh, early this year, I was very, eh, it's Aquaman. I don't see what they're going to do to make it so good. And yeah, whatever. But now I'm like, okay, December's creeping up, and I actually want to see this movie. Chief, did you see this extended trailer, and what do you think about it? Uh, yeah, when I first saw the, you know, I was... When, when we first started talking about Aquaman coming out, because I didn't like, like, he, in the movie, he was like, I don't know, he was like too urban for me. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, oh, man. you know what I'm saying? All right. Right. All right. And uh, he was, uh, like, this dude came from the, <laughs> like, he came from the sea. He was, uh, like, he was in some fisher town way up north, in some fisherman's town way up north. And he was just like, yo, hey. He was like uh like a like a fawn. And uh you know, like in the all right and the okays and the and I was like, hold on man, this dude is a little so when they said the Aquaman movie, I was more or less like, mm, I don't know, because I can see the whole movie ha, right on. Show you right. And uh <laughs> Show you right. What is it, Barry White? I'm going to pull out some early 90s slang like that, man. I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, okay. This looks like it's going to be good. It looks like, you know, I see some betrayal. Um, yeah. And I was like, okay, so it looks like the, the film is going to work out. It's going to work out. So I'm excited about seeing it after watching the previews. Like I said, you get a good preview, it'll change your mind. Um. And so I'm 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 hyped. I wanna you know now I wanna go and I'm gonna be in attendance to see this movie. But you know, like I said, man, you know, it was just like from Justice League, they just they just made them too. Hey, <laughs> what up now? Hey, cat daddy, you know. And I wasn't feeling that, you know. Hey, what up? I wasn't feeling that cat daddy talk. You know, I was just like more or less like, yeah, this is too much. It's 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 too much for me, but. Like I said, uh, once the uh, once the trailer dropped, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I gotta get in there and see what's going on with this thing here. But I, I don't know how many all rights so, how many of those I'm gonna take <laughs> before I'm like, hold on, man, you know, it might get too crazy with that. So hopefully they'll they'll refrain, you know what I mean, from Jaja Binks to me. Uh, so, <laughs> so so we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I like the original trailer more than I did this one. Because this one, it showed, it showed there's going to be action in there. And it showed a lot of colors and, like, you know, look like it's going, it's going to pop up. Whole new world for you. I didn't actually, I didn't actually know who, uh, gosh, what's, uh, what's his brother's name? Uh, Aquaman's brother? Orm. Orm. Yeah, like, like Orm. I'm like, oh, I didn't know who Orm was. So I was like, Seeing that he was the dude from Watchmen, I'm like, oh, okay, that's another good casting. But there were there was some there's a slight bit of apprehension in me that I was like, this could go. They they got two bad guys in here, 
that this could go just this could go Green Lantern on it. I mean, it could. I mean, it could play out just like Justice League uh, Thrones of Atlantis, which would be good. Or I mean, but that trailer was like, huh? I'm almost scared this is gonna go uh, Green Lantern. Now, of course, they can't afford to go Green Lantern. This has to be good. <laughs> but there's a, I'm, I'm, there's a little bit of apprehension that it could go. It might be, oh, y'all tried really hard, but it, it's just not going to connect with audiences. And that's probably going to be the, after Wonder Woman, that's probably going to be the death of uh, DCU, especially if everybody hates it. Uh, that as much as uh, Javon and Lonnie hate uh, Shazam's trailer. So. Let's hope it's a Melvin and Melvin. I'm sorry, I didn't want to like you. No, Shazam is quite terrible. Sorry, Jeff. There's more stuff I want to talk about, but we can hold on to it for later. Let's go into the fall movies. So we're in we're in fall now. We're in we're in the middle of the season and or in terms of movies. And I just want to hear what, what fall movies you guys are looking forward to seeing. So uh, let's start with you, Gunner. What's on your list, man? Uh, what comes out this fall other than Aquaman? Uh, I think technically Aquaman is not slated for the fall. I think it's considered a winter release since it's late December. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's kind of funny the way they do stuff. That's the that's all I'm looking forward to, man. What else is coming out? Like seriously, yeah, we got a movie with Tiffany Haddish coming out. Uh, a couple movies of her. Actually. Oh, the the what is it? The classroom joint? No, not oh, that one. Mean, She's got two more. Huh. Oh my god! Oh, that's right. I haven't been oversaturated by her, so I'll watch it. But I'm oversaturated by Kevin Hart movies, that's for sure. I was just like, I'm not watching the classroom, John. I'm good. I'll wait until that comes out on TV and just watch them all in a row. Like, let's just have a Kevin Hart day and just watch them all. Because after a certain point, you know, it's like watching all the old Mark movies, like in the late '90s, right? Like, it's like after a while, like Blue Streak and the other one, like kind of blend together, right? Like, (laughs) you really could watch all those Martin movies. Like I mean, Martin. Con- I mean, movies. Like I-, I know some people love that show, but you really could watch like a day of Martin movies. Yeah, I feel like I Jeffers, could watch. Yo, no, no, no. He's not when he dresses up as a woman. No, not the not the big mama joint. I stopped there. It's like Adam Sandler. Like I stopped after Big Daddy. After Big Daddy, I have no reason to watch that anymore. Adam Sandler movies, right? So I'm good. You know what I mean? Like Martin, you have a cutoff. Stuff here, because I feel like I'm with you, Gunner. There is you can certainly watch his movies and not be in a bad way here. You've got uh, I mean, if you want to go early, you could do House Party, um, yep. Talking Dirty After Dark, uh, Oh please, House Party Two, Boomerang. I I would say he's in it enough to warrant that. Definitely Bad Boys, A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. I watch that. Yep, nothing to lose. Yep. That was pretty good. Life. Blue Streak. Uh, there you go. And that other one where he's a cop. Security uh, joint, yeah. Black Knight. Mark, not Black National Knight. Security. Black That's the cutoff. <laughs> Black Knight. That's the cutoff. That's the cutoff. Well, he did Big Mama's House in 2000, but he still got What's the Worst That Could Happen, Black Knight, National Security, then Bad Boys 2, which definitely needs to be on any list of Martin films. Oh, Bad Boys 2 is like a Michael Bay joint. Like, that's just totally different. <laughs> Uh, let me but I think what you're saying, like you got to be selective, but yeah. Yeah, and he did Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, uh, College. Oh, that was hilarious. Right? You know what? I I could I could easily do a Martin marathon. You could do a Martin day. Yeah, yeah I no, could do. That. You just can't do Big Mama. You just can't do Big Mama, and you can't do Black Knight. 
he just goes to those nah, all that. Nah, like, nah, 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 man. Those were his dibs. Those were his dibs. Who is this lady in, in a Black Knight? I don't know. I just remember the preview where she just dropped her clothes. I was just like, okay, it's being cliche. Got it. No, I, would, I didn't mind that cliche. Can you watch uh, the one with him and Raven Simone? That's kind of the one trip, that right? went on the road trip. Oh, yeah, that's Rose. Yeah. Can I mean, you he... watch Roscoe Jenkins? I love yeah, Roscoe Jenkins. Was I actually like that. Stupidly funny. I like yeah. It was stupidly funny. It was stupidly funny. All right. Um, I'm trying to he think. He actually more. has a really good uh, movie library. If you then let me down. ask you this: Why hasn't he not been in anything in like ten years? Cause, dude, there's one black dude at a time that gets their moment to shine. Oh, in comedy. exactly. Hollywood's still Hollywood, man. Yeah, Unfortunately, man. Oh, man. Kevin Hart's All turn right, now. Hold up. All right, Javon, who's the <laughs> black comedian that's getting a chance to eat at the table next to Kevin Hart? Like on that level. Ooh. Who is the other black comedian that's eating at the table that Kevin Hart is in comedy? Black dude is in comedy that's getting his chance to shine right now while Kevin Hart is eating. Um, that gets to shine in comedy. Like in comedy movies, because then they'll they'll have a couple in action movies, but I mean, just historically, it's been like Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock, Martin. Uh, let's say Eddie Griffin for a, a Happy Meal, um, Cat Williams, Mike Epps for a minute, Chris Tucker for a minute, and then it's like Kevin Hart. Um, it's not like some some honestly, uh, they, at any given time. You know how it goes. It can only be one. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, 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 I, I agree. I just feel like there's... That happens but, when you're the only dude. I mean, if Robert De Niro it, was... Yeah. Guy uh, dude, but then comedy. again, but here's the thing about it. I, I kind of disagree to a degree. To a degree. Because at one point in time, you had Damon Wayans, his brother Keenan. You had Eddie Murphy still gigging. You had Chris Tucker gigging. You had Eddie Griffin making movies. You had all these com- black comic actors making movies. Dude, that was the nineties. They were giving black dudes. That was the nineties. It, 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 it was. It was. It was. That was like it early nineties. Like every if you were black. Hey, you could be John Singleton. You you make a hit dude, movie for us. Dougie Doug. Dougie Doug was in movies. You know. Yeah, Dougie man. Doug I mean, they they did. Several. They gave Method Man and Red yeah, right, Man movies. Right, Everybody right. got movies back then. All right, Jace. How about you with the fall movies? Which ones on your list? Which ones are you excited about? We got way derailed, but come on, I'm gonna bring it back. I'm back. You're all, all right. good. Uh, <laughs> right. All right. So I'm not gonna try and take too many. Uh, I think you're, I, I'm. I'm excited, even though I have the apprehension. I still. I want to see Aquaman. I'm. I'm good. Like I want to see Creed. Creed two. That especially for the trailer, that looked real good. Um, Wait, that's coming out this fall. Yes, sir. Yeah, I thought it was winter straight up. Yeah, that's coming out. Yeah. Oh, I'm... and yeah, and then my and then my my final one. You know, y'all, y'all know I, I'm one of the people who's probably needs to take myself down to uh, what is it, Universal Studios, hang out at Harry Potter for a little bit, drink some uh, butter beer. But I'm i definitely want to see uh, the trial of Grindelwald. I I want to see um, what they do with that story because I I've, I've really enjoyed the Harry Potter story. So you nerd. Oh, I know that. I got no. Again, we're on a podcast full of nerds. Like seriously, come on. <laughs> Yeah, we're on a podcast talking about comic movies and that. That's okay. Jason, you know I had to be you know I had to be a jerk real quick. Come on now. All right. Jace, I have a question for you about uh Fantastic Beasts. 
Okay. I really like Colin Farrell. And I'm still kind of tripping that they made Johnny Depp, old boy, make Grindelwald. And I'm like, man, I really wanted just Colin Farrell to do his thing because I don't feel like he's he's an actor who, when he gets a good role, he really kills it. Like, he's good. And then he gets some sorry sucker roles, and it's like, ah, man, you're so good. Why, why do you do this stuff? But, man, he was so good in that movie. I mean, he he had that cool thing that made you think he was going to be a big star for, like, the next two decades. He was rocking it. And at the end, it's like, ah, we're just going to switch over to Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp kind of has this little cloud over him. Big cloud, if you're depending on your state of view on his uh, allegations. But, man, I just wanted Colin Farrell in there. What's your take? Actually, I agree with you. I mean, cause especially if you look at, like, kind of the, what's supposed he looks like Jude, like he looks like Jude Law's age, and the reason why I mean, anybody who knows him, I mean like Colin the, Farrell or Colin, yeah, Colin Farrell looks like oh, he's okay. Jude Law's age. Like the reason why that's important is because, I, I mean, for all y'all who don't know, it's like they Grindelwald and Dumbledore had a thing. That was that's kind of why he's never uh, Dumbledore's never with a woman. It's because he was you know still in love with Grindelwald. That would have made perfect sense for him to say that Johnny Depp was a little too old for, I mean, because they're supposed to be really the exact same age with the spiky uh, uh, gray hair. It's like, okay. I mean, I mean, he's a great actor, but it, it would have been good to see Colin Farrell like really had that real signature role that you like know about him from for the next 10 years. And be like, yeah, oh man, he was great as Grindelwald. Like, I mean, because I, I went into Fantastic Beasts. I didn't know who the heck he was. Jenner was like, Oh, that's Grindelwald. Oh man, he's oh man, we got some story here. And then when they switched to Johnny Depp, we're like, oh well, that that's cool, but yeah. it would have been cooler to just stay where yeah. we were. Yeah, but when Allison told me, I'm sorry, Allison is my resident Harry Potter translator. She said when she told me about the whole, you know, the, how they had a thing, I was like, oh well, that makes sense now because Johnny Depp is more, you know. He's kind of got that ambiguous situation going on. His look, his his whole even aura, right? I don't think Colin Colin Farrell can't pull that off. To me. But that's that's no. That's, that's, that's I highly recommend that you should. What movie, Jeff? Alexander. Not that I'm recommending that you did. Oh, you oh yeah, no. Everyone wants to act like we did not. We, no, everyone wants to forget we watched that movie. That's not. We're not trying to exactly. act like. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> like exactly. That was definitely for a different audience. Um, that was three hours. I'm never getting back. Oh, man. Exactly. Um, but no, that's what I was like. Oh, well, I could see why they did that. But I get your, I mean, I was hoping to see Colin Farrell in another Harry Potter movie because I thought he killed as that character. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. Uh, Chief, how about you? What's on your fall lineup? All right. Let's take a look here. Uh, did you get to review the movie? Um. A simple favor? I didn't. Uh, I think I just didn't want to go see it. Because it was okay. at some location I didn't feel like driving off to that day. But um, okay. I am curious when it drops on Netflix. I will check it out. Of course, another gem is uh, Nick Cage's Mandy. Oh, did you see it? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. No, for real, uh, man. I don't. I felt like I talked about this on the last show, but yo, Mandy is. It's an hour you just have to kind of deal with, but then after that, it is 
so good. So good. I don't um, feel like it's on sale now. It may actually be out on Blu-ray, but it is good. I mean, I'm going to buy it. And wait, I never already, thought in 2018 I was going to buy a Nicolas Cage movie. But yeah. Wait, Mandy's already out on sale? I kind of feel like I saw some stuff on it. But I don't, I don't think that's too uh, uh, a testament to its quality. I think it's just one of those deals they always plan to have a limited theatrical release. Well, it's a Nick Cage um, movie, so I think that's a smart word. A Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, it's going to be released October 30th, but you can get it now. You can pre-order it on Lyle's Movie Files for 15 bucks. All about it. I mean, the cover of this looks like really ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm 100% going to tell you it's a ridiculous movie. There is nothing in it that makes sense. It is some mind-boggling craziness, but it's like a perfect movie for Nicolas Cage at this point in his career, and it's awesome. Okay, is it is it comparable to Doom? Ridiculous. Honestly, it is. I don't. I can't really compare it to another movie. I mean, it's just totally unique. Like even in the first weird hour, when it's just crazy, there's some cool visuals. There's some really interesting camera tricks and colors that they do. So it's really like, what are they doing? And you're kind of trying to figure it out. And then after a while, you realize I should stop trying to figure it out and just figure out where they're going. And then the movie just takes this totally different direction and goes off the rails in a good way. Okay. I I, I need y'all to watch this so y'all can appreciate it and be like, all right, you know what? That was a good movie. Or at least Um, it was a good movie. I I was entertained. So, yeah, Chief, definitely check that one out. The House with a Clock on its Walls, Serenity. I'm I'm, I'm talking about... uh, Mowgli 2. I'm going to go see Halloween. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, that looks good. Now, the girl in the spider's room, is that the girl who's um getting rid of all the for the women, who for the dudes that are abusing their women? I think so. Wait, is, is yeah, that I'm going like, to see that. It's like the, the last little, book of the, of the girl tattoo? who did all the stuff. Yeah, Dragon Tattoo, which is stupid because they didn't do the other three. Excuse me, the other two. I'm like, uh, they're going with this one and then a whole new past. Yeah, I'm not excited. I'm pissed about that one. I'm sorry. Oh, so they jumped a couple books to get to this one? Yeah. I was like, didn't she kick the hornet's nest and start a fire or something too? After, after before all of this? Like, come on, man. I, I never knew. I was a fan of those books, so. Okay. It's probably, it, it's probably one of those probably better books than movies. So. I didn't read this one because it was, I mean, Okay, so the dude that wrote him, like, he died, and then here's this one that I thought was a halfway written. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, but yeah. It was, so they kind of just threw it out there. But he wrote three, for real. I'm like, mm, so I'm already kind of, you know what I mean? So they were already taking liberties up the butt. So then now there's a movie that's going to take more liberties. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Outside of Vice, Vice has me real interested because I've always been fascinated by the evil that is Dick Cheney. Um, Christian Bale, that's the thing about, you know, the thing about Christian Bale is whenever he commits to a project, you're going to get all of Christian Bale as whoever he's playing. And I think that's what's happening with this. I watched a a long trailer, like a three minute long trailer of Vice, and I still felt like I didn't get all the best parts of the movie. Javon, you you are anymore? Um, that's it. Those are the only two that really grabbed me. Um, even though I saw some trailers that I like, but those are the only two that really grab me right now. All right. I'm going to go with mine real fast here and wrap this bad boy up. Um, I am definitely down to see Widows. 
that is the movie with Viola Davis, Michelle Rodriguez, Elizabeth Debicki, um, and who else is in this movie? But those are the main three. And basically, it's uh, four women whose husbands got killed, and they are trying to figure out how they're going to settle their debts. And I think it's going to be a heist movie. But I, I really, that's one, I heard the cast, and I was like, I don't need to watch trailer one. I'm good. I'll just go watch the movie. Um, Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson, Robert Duvall, uh, Colin Farrell uh, are also in it. So this cast is going to be a killer. John Bernthal, old boy from Punisher. I mean, he's got a great cast. So I feel like that one could be one of those films that becomes a Oscar contender if it receives the right pitch. Steve McQueen is directing that. And you know Steve McQueen from 12 Years a Slave. So that should be a pretty good movie. I'm, I've got high hopes for it. I am definitely down to go see A Star is Born. I missed that screening uh, a couple times. So uh, that's uh, Bradley Cooper's directorial debut. He's starring alongside Lady Gaga. Uh, from all accounts, that's going to be probably the film to beat for all the Oscar awards. But what? it seems to be, yeah. Really? That was a, it's yeah. a remake. How is that going to... It is. Oh, wow. Dude, you know, people love a remake. But if it's done well, a remake can be all right. It's been enough time since the last one, so... They make well, it I think so. Didn't that win some stuff? Didn't that win Probably. Like so. Well, dude, they've got a... Steven Spielberg is directing a West Side Story, and Ansel Elgert, Elbert is going to star in it. So... Uh, I guess so. You know, it's just yeah. recycling stuff. And that one at least hasn't been done recently. So, but I've That's heard true. nothing but great things, not just good, great things true. about it. And um, Dave Chappelle's in it. I'm always kind of like, if oh, it's a movie, no. no, I mean, no, no, no. He's playing a serious role. He's not playing a com- you know comedian or. Thank you. Know. you. <laughs> I was like, please don't want to play the token that they played no, in no. You Got Mail. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Talk about backtracking. Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm always kind of like real leery about the Oscar films unless they have somebody that looks like us in them. So since he is com- kind of prominently featured, he's been making all the promotional rounds. So yeah. I assume he does not have like a bit player role. So, yeah, I'm down to see that one. Um, Green Book is another one that's on my list. And that one is another uh, strong Oscar contender. Uh, it's got two of my favorite actors, Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali. Mortensen's playing a Italian-American bouncer who has to drive a black classic pianist on a tour of venues through the 1960s American South. Sounds like a good recipe for good acting, good moments, and uh, strong scenes. Uh, next up, Halloween, because I want to see this done well. The first trailer looked good. Jamie Lee Curtis is back. And yeah, looks like that should work. Lots of scares, hopefully tons of them. And I'm down for that one. Bohemian Rhapsody, the Queen biopic, looks good. I'm down for that. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. I um, like the first record oh, yeah. enough, but the sequel looks like it's going to be really good and more than just a one no gag, especially since they're kind of branching out from just video games and going after the Internet, which should give them tons of mm-hmm. material and last but not least because i am i'm so looking forward to this movie i haven't watched the trailer and i'd never do that creed 2 mm. i am so excited about that movie and i'm like i don't need to be sold on it outside of when it's coming out so 
When yeah. it comes out, I'm there, and I will have not seen scene one before I get to the theater. So, yeah, all the way about that one. All right, so that's it for this. It's that special time of the week, fellas. Who's your nominees for Dummy of the Week? All right, can't argue there. Uh, Jace, how about you? Uh, I'm I, I'm going to kind of pick one. I, I had two. I had uh, Mike the Situation, who's uh, starting his uh, jail sentence because he thought he was part of the uh, club and knew how to do some really good movement of his money uh, when he was a flash-in-the-pan star. They thought of setting up some fake businesses and transferring $10,000 when the limit is 10000 You have to go 9999 so that it doesn't get reported to the IRS. I'm actually not going to do a Dummy of the Week. I'm going to do my Hero of the Week. Uh, shout out to Chris Evans, who officially rapped playing Captain America. This dude, if you follow him on social media, on Twitter, he is like always rallying against the enemy um, and just challenging Trump and his his cats so it's really cool seeing him actually being Captain America in real life uh, it's standing up for injustice social media wise too that's it for me I've got we've been doing this for a minute here so fellas are gonna wind this bad boy down thank y'all as always for rolling with me thank y'all out there for listening this episode allows movie files as we filed <laughs>